Carol Tracy is with us, our shy president. There's been a fair bit of uh, chatter with uh, the directions we're taking as we're learning to live with COVID uh, these days. That's still kind of ramping, rampant around uh, parts, although we've noticed numbers are falling. So it's very much back to business as usual. But will it be very much like it was uh, before COVID? Harold, hello, welcome. G'day, Sandy. Thanks for having me on the show and good morning to all your listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you along. It's been a busy last couple of months. Uh, the last conversation we had was in reference to the Broom Prison. Uh, there's been some uh, development uh, there with uh, the Shire over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, um, if, you, if anyone's been sort of reading some of the uh, comments back from uh, the Minister for Justice and Corrections. Um, uh, he's uh, made some public announcements that we've rejected a uh, rezoning of, of a piece of land at Four Mile for, um, into being able to have a prison there, but which is quite untrue, really. And, um, and uh, it's not our job to, to approve these sort of sites. And um, one of the key components missing from Mr... Uh, from the minister's uh, communication was his his lack of co- his lack of consultation with the local people in that area, as it was with uh, the Twelve Mile when they just when they first nominated that site. So very disappointing that uh, they didn't learn anything from the Twelve Mile site and just sort of ran into the site at Four Mile and um, and uh, and then to uh, and then to blame the Shire. The Shire for uh, rejecting that's probably, uh, you know, it's, it's very untrue and very uh, unfortunate and um, very disappointing, to be honest, with the state government. But, um, you know, this goes back a few years ago when Fran Logan, the former minister, announced the site on um, on Crab Creek Road and uh, when that, was not, when that was, wasn't consult- consulted either. So there's a long line of uh, failures on this uh, prison prison site and it continues to be so. It's an interesting site because it, it's sandwiched between uh, Morrell Park and and an industrial estate there. So rezoning is probably a, a big glaring issue there. Well, it's rezoning. It's whether the site's fit for purpose. Once again, the, the proximity to um, residential a residential area not right next door. And um, for some reason, the you know, and we we gave we gave the uh, minister some other sites that are way away from both of those areas and um, they were rejected. We still haven't had any correspondence back to why they were rejected, but the government seems hell-bent on building this on land that's made available by Yaru. And, and the ironic thing about this is is this site that they've chosen will have the most impact on Yaru people in that four-mile region. So, you know, it's um, the, the, the whole process to me is... is is uh, you know one of um, of, of no no uh, consultation whatsoever at a at a local level with, with people or, or the local government. And they seem to think the local government don't have a part to play in terms of decision making process. However, happy to blame us um, blame us when it comes to rezoning. So the government has the power to rezone any site for whatever purpose they need it to, to work with. So you know our take out from this is that they're taking the um, once again taking the. Uh, 
the easy way out and, and, and talking about going back to, to 12 mile, which is obviously the wrong wrong side as well. And uh, I, I even argue why we do need, why we're building another big prison in Broome when um, we already have one in Derby and it's clear that um, if you've, if anyone's taken in notice of the Royal Commission's and inquiries into Aboriginal deaths and custody and, and suicide and, and so forth, uh, that one of the key takeouts or first sort of in the first four recommendations out of those reports is that um, custodial facilities when it comes to Aboriginal people should be close to the uh, homeland that these people are, 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 um, are locked up in. So if you look at Derby Regional Prison at the moment, I think it's 62 or 68% of the inmates there are from the East Kimberley. It just doesn't make any sense that we're building a prison, a new prison uh, 200 kilometres further south from the east, and uh, it's obvious that we've got a big one in Derby, and the, and the next prison built should be in in, uh, in the East Kimberley. You know, they've just spent $40 million on a new on a new courthouse in Kununurra, and uh, you know, the the arguments even there is why it should be, why this prison should be built in Broome. Harold, it was a pretty contentious issue there to begin with, so nothing really changed. Absolutely not. And uh, all we've ever, all we've asked for from the public meeting that we had at, at the twelve mile right through this process is that um, is that the community consultation period, like we do with anything, you wouldn't go and do anything in any town if you uh, had any respect for the uh, for the people in the town without consultation with the locals. So. You know, the, the whole process has been one of um, our way out of the highway in terms of where the state sits with this and very disappointing. There's been some fabulous news of late in reference to just business uh, pushing ahead. In fact, the recent news has just come through for uh, the uh, community assistance funding and the successful applicants uh, there yeah look this is that's a great little initiative and it's um you know there's uh, some private private uh, you know edl and a few other other, other uh, private uh, companies that have contributed to this but it's a fantastic initiative to help community uh, groups out and, uh, with funding because we all know you know how hard it is first to get volunteers and, and people involved in community Groups, but to have this opportunity to be able to offer this funding to them is fantastic and, and really worthy, uh, really worthy um, uh, people in, ending up with those, that funding. So very pleasing to see uh, see that get rolled out again. Also, just with what's going to be rolled out in the, the next month or so, rates will we see any changes there now that interest rates have gone up a little? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the at the moment, I think the national CPI level is around seven and a half percent, and we're looking at a rate rise from, you know, I think we had a, a, a well during COVID we had no rate rise and one point seven percent rate rise. I think it'll be a, it'll be closer to four point seven percent this year. But we've had a, you know, everyone's had to have a real good look at um, what, you know, obviously it's no secret that the cost of living's gone up, fuel's gone up, and then. The cost of doing business has gone up significantly over the last 12 months. However, we've made some, um, you know, I think our team's done some a fantastic job in keeping rate rate rises to to a minimum that we we have done, and um, we benchmark that against other other um, shires across the state, and we're way below, you know, way below the average of what what other towns, for instance, Carnarvon and 
Carnarvon, I think, is an 8.9% rate rise. And um, so our, ours, ours has gone from, um, you know, 1.7 to, I think it's going to be, don't quote me on this, but I think it's around uh, 4.7 or 3.7, I think. So minimal anyway. I haven't got the figures right in front of me and the numbers jumbling around in my head. But um, ours compared to uh, to other uh, shires and even... Um, even uh, metropolitan shires that have a way bigger rate base than what we would have in, in Broome uh, are significantly higher than ours, so we're pretty pleased that we we're sitting with it. If I can just ask you to put your businessman's cap on, uh, Trady, yep. what does this mean with the rise of interest for future building projects in Broome? We've just yeah, started interesting. With, with a project yeah. here on premises and it looks like materials have just gone up throughout yeah look it's it's an interesting question sandy given uh you're, you're right with the with the rise and you know significant rise in, in steel um you know successive successive governments have um celebrated the the uh royalties that we get back from you know record iron ore prices that we sell to uh countries around the world and come back to us as steel but what they don't um, acknowledge is that 90% of building in the northwest is steel. So, you know, while the government sits there and picks up all the royalties and comes up with these magnificent, um, magnificent budget surpluses every year, the uh, end user is the uh, homeowner that has to get has to get um, houses made out of these materials. So, a real big challenge. Uh, the price rises, price rises with with steel and copper and um, and concrete and those sort of things, and then added to that another uh, another 0.5 percent rise in um, interest rates does make it a real challenging time for us. However, um, you know if you look at across the board, the rise in rent rental prices um, around the place makes it a little bit more palatable or a little bit easier for people to be able to um, to to confidently invest in a home and and know that they're um, going to get some sort of um, you know. Positive, uh, positive equity in their homes once they're built. So we're finding with a with a normal house, you know, where we would have been, it's probably another twenty percent, twenty percent more uh, per square meter to build a house now. But um, you know, it's uh, it's out of everyone's control, really. But uh, I was just saying to my wife this morning, I think when we bought our first house, the interest rates were around eleven point five percent. So you know, I think we're still really, I think we're still really fortunate, and people are. Uh, need to sort of get, step back and take a deep breath and, and have a look really at, at what interest rates are. And I think that, you know, I think they're still really low and even there's a still talk about them rising a bit more. But I think, you know, the panic will set in when it becomes 55 to 6%, I suppose. Mm, well, imagine buying a... Oh, can you afford a, a house over or under 500000 in Broome? That's the... The key yeah. amount everyone's talking yeah. about the Herald. Yeah. yeah. It's been a, a very busy start to the visitor season this year. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it has been. I I, I don't think the visitor season ended to be honest. I, I know um I know over the wet season, you know, uh historically you, you could get down sort of December, January, February, you could shoot a gun down uh, Dampier Terrace or Carnarvon Street and not hit anyone, but this year that's sort of you know, there's still been a lot of visitors through the wet season. Certainly, the start of this year has been very, very busy, and uh, I know that um, I know that a lot of the hospitality and accommodation uh, businesses are looking forward to a massive year, and also, um, you know, tour companies and so forth. That you know, you're having to book a few months out. So, 
while it's disappointing for some people not being able to get in, I suppose it's a, it's not a bad problem to have if you if you run a business and you, we've gone through what we have gone through in the last three years. <laughs> yes, we've seen the cycleway now very much extending along Hammersley Street. And the next space to watch is the development of the Cabo Beach space. Yes, it is. But uh, just getting back to that cycle, I mean, how good is that now? You can, you can um, even if you're in a wheelchair or a gopher or, or, or a scooter, you know, kids on little kids on little scooters, um, being able to go from Town Beach Jetty down to Streeters Jetty without crossing any main roads, you know, it's just fantastic outcome for Broome. And, and to have that in an inclusive way that um, it suits all users, including people who are disabled and, and um it's fantastic and, uh, you know, way better, uh, I think, going along that foreshore in front of the Conti there than going up, you know, along Bedford Park, being right there and, and on the waters there. It's fantastic. And, yeah, and Cable Beach, uh, as just before the election, as you know, we got we got some more funding from the federal government. So we're slowly topping that one up and, um, you know, we're, we're really hopeful that um, we'll get started on the first stage of that um, in the second half of this year. Um, with our um, with our dune protection and so forth, and then that that, that project will continue to go through, and, and we're getting close now to sort of with the main part of it uh, having the detailed design complete. We've had some really good input from the, from uh, people on our working group with that, and um, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting that uh, up and finished, and uh, and and another jewel in the crown for Broome. Well, gardening Australia there. <laughs> Harold, thank you for sharing. No worries at all, Sandy. Thanks very much for having me on the show. Oh, you're more than welcome, and I appreciate you crossing busy roads to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. No, no. Yeah, you too. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Harold Tracy, our shy president here in the broom, just uh, catching up on shire information, a regular conversation. We like to have a touching base every now and then, especially with the way progress is unfolding.